Coach, congrats on the win yesterday. What were you hoping to accomplish with Gideon George inserted into the starting lineup? And do you think you were able to achieve what you wanted to with him uh, in that starting five? Um, yeah, I was super excited about Gideon's performance last night. Like we talked about post game, uh, you know, the fact that he, he, he played, you know, 20 minutes and had zero turnovers is such a significant number for him. He was able to make the simple play a lot. Um, with the exception of the very first possession of the game, he was really solid defensively. He got burned on a flex cut to start the game. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what's happening? But he was terrific after that. And, you know, he gives us length. He gives us athleticism. He gives us a, a huge presence on the glass, obviously. Uh, like I mentioned last night, I don't think I've ever been a part of a game where a player out-rebounded a team. Um, he was fantastic there. And clearly he was uh, – you know, he got in a little rhythm where he was getting to the rim well, and I thought he played terrific. I thought he was a. He, I thought he was most impressive was his ability to protect the ball and be assignment sound. It was a, you know, he's been working really hard on that, and he's made great strides. Coach, what uh, stands out to you a year later about uh, that win against Gonzaga at the Merritt Center? Mm. Well, everything I can remember, every moment of the whole deal. Um, you know, I think I think the the most meaningful thing for me, especially with how the season ended up, was um, just that we got to share the, that that journey with those young men, and you guys had shared it with them for the you know previous three and four seasons, right? As they kind of fought and battled and kept coming back, and so um, I think that's what I think about. I just think I just am I'm so grateful for that moment for those guys and for all of us that we all got to share it together. Those moments don't come all the time in sports, and it wasn't just a, a it wasn't just a big win, but it was everything that led up to it, and it was the environment in the gym, and it was the time of the season, and it was it was what those guys had been fighting for the last several years, and it was all those things kind of coming together in a moment that was really spectacular. That I think a lot of us people who love BYU will remember that moment forever, right? And and you don't by definition you can't get those moments all the time, right? Sometimes you don't get them in a the whole career, but. Uh, we got to share it together, and it was super special. Yeah, Mark, I had a question, but uh, now I'm curious about your Chick go-to Chick-fil-A order. I'm just kidding. Yes. So I I'm telling you, like, I'm supposed to eat salads because I'm just getting so fat, and I just, I'm supposed to just do salads. But these, these chicken nuggets are unbelievable. And then if you haven't had them, the Chick-fil-A cookies, I kid you not, they're top, they're top five in the world. Go figure that Chick-fil-A chocolate chip cookies – if you get a brown bag of six Chick-fil-A chocolate co chip cookies, they will stay warm for eight hours. There's some like something radioactive in those cookies, man, that just keeps them warm. It's it's incredible. I don't know. I mean, credit to Chick-fil-A. Who would think that Chick-fil-A would have incredible top five worldwide chocolate chip cookies? But they do. Go figure. <laughs> Did, did you want this game uh, against Gonzaga moved up with the nature of the league and how many teams are on pause? Were you proactively trying to get this thing moved up? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the schedules are so fluid right now. I think we're just guessing what's best. Um, you know, I had, I, had, um, I had this tiny uh, glimmer of hope in my mind that, you know, as we move forward, just kind of hope that we're going to be able to seep some fans into the stands at some point. And so the later that game was, the better, I think, for us in terms of having a chance to have some people in the gym. I also feel like we're still growing as a team. So there was some some uh, excitement for me about letting us 
develop all the way through as far as we could in the season uh, to see, you know, what our best, um, you know, what our best was going to be as we came to the end of the season. But listen, anytime you have an opportunity to play the number one team in the country, you just feel blessed. And so we're, we're excited to play them yesterday, tomorrow, three weeks from now, whenever. Uh, and it's a real gift. They give a gift to our league. I mean, you know, we're the only, I think there's only seven of us in this league that get to play the Zags twice this year. And, and we're the only seven teams in the country that get to play the number one ranked team in the country twice. And that's, that's a, a gift that Gonzaga brings to this league. And we're certainly excited about it. So like one of the last times we spoke, you mentioned that the last time you guys played Gonzaga, it was your team wasn't playing the team basketball that you know them for. So what's like, what makes Gonzaga such a difficult team and what causes them to sort of play outside of your comfort zone? Yeah, so a, a bunch of things. One is they're so long and athletic in the backcourt. You know, Ayayi uh, playing the two or the one or the three has got so much length. Suggs is an elite, elite. I'm talking about elite, not college. I'm talking about a world-class athlete with incredible length and speed and explosiveness. Uh, Nemhard coming off the bench is, is a terrific athlete. Uh, you know, their whole backcourt is terrific. And, 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 you know, starting the game with Corey Kispert at 6'7 and, and really, really physical and, and IQ off the charts, it gives them great length. Um, and so that was challenging for us the first time we saw them. Um, I think it's challenging for everybody that they play. I think they're also, you know, on the other end of the, uh, on the other end of the ball, they're just extraordinary passers. I mean, they can pass. I think they're the best cutting team in the country. I think, uh, I think one of the things that makes Corey Kispert an elite, elite top player in all of the country is his uh, is his ability to cut away from the ball and how hard he cuts and his timing and the way he sets cuts up. And he kind of torched us cutting away from the ball. Um, Ayayi is also really gifted. You know, they'll 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 actually backdoor cut right into the roll. And they do it consistently, and it's it's really confusing and hard. But they, they're such elite passers. Most people that just congest up the joint, but they're such elite passers, and so have such a good sense for space, and they have such length that um, they they just they just can pick you apart that way offensively. Um, clearly, they're elite passers in transition. Um, so those would be the two things: their length and physicality on the defensive end, and and their their ability to their athleticism and ability to pass the ball, and their their IQ in terms of cutting are all things that are. Just um, it sets them apart from every team in the country. Okay, let's take a question from Darnell and Jake Hatch. Mark, how often can you reach into that we beat Gonzaga last year bag and motivate your team? Or do you use that as motivation because it already happened last year? Yeah, we don't really do that. Um, you know, uh, we, don't use a, we don't really use anything from last year as a motivator for our team. I mean, this is a standalone group. Uh, we clearly have our challenges cut ahead of us. Sometimes we'll reflect on uh, things that were functional for us last year, things that are the identity of our team. But in terms of, um, yeah, that, that hasn't come up. Maybe I should use it, but I just, we don't really talk about that. So no fiery pregame speech? Oh, no, there'll be a lot of fiery pregame speech. <laughs> It doesn't have anything to do with last, last year's last year, guys. We're, we're, trying, to, we're, trying, to, you know, we're trying to become – uh, the team that we are this year. And, and these guys are doing a great job at it so far. Rich, you know, you guys, need, I need to sneak you into the, in the locker room at like 12 minutes left on the clock so you can hear Rich Hardy. You talk about a fiery speech, man. It's everything you could want. Uh, it's like fire and brimstone and, and uh, remember the Titans and 
and, uh, you know, the miracle all combined, but better. But all honor code approved, right, coach? A hundred percent. Well, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to tread carefully there, but yes, we're doing the best we can. I wanted to ask you about Mark Few. What, in your opinion, sets him apart as a coach? Well, he's smarter than all of the rest of us combined. I mean, I just uh, – this guy, first of all, he's, he's one of the best human beings I've ever met. You know, I'll never forget – I think I told you guys the story probably, but I'm coaching at Utah Valley, and, and we, we, I think it was a season opener maybe my second year, and we go to Gonzaga – and they and you know we competed, but they just ended up pummeling us by twenty at the end of the game. And um, you know you're a young coach, and uh, you you know the one great thing about being a young coach is you know that you don't know anything. And um, we're just trying to figure out a way. And there's all the nerves associated with can can you actually get your team to function and compete? And um, so you know we finished all the media, and I, I finished d- trying to reconstruct my team in the locker room and whatever. And I walk out and and. And uh, Mark is standing there just by himself. Nobody else around. You know, it's an hour, hour and 20 minutes after the game. And he's just standing there and he just waited for me. And he was no agenda, just want to check in and, you know, congratulate me on the job and, and wish me the best of luck. And I'm like, who does that? Like, he just is an extraordinary human being. Like, he's a great human being. Um, he's kind and he, he he's – He's such a great ambassador for the coaching community. So, I mean, I know that's all away from basketball, but I think that's probably woven into the identity of why they're so successful. And um, uh, and then he's just manages to, you know, somehow um, in a really calm way, he manages to get his guys to play so hard and so together. And he just reconstructs his team over every single year. And, uh, I have no idea how he does it. I'm super jealous. I'd love to. If, I'd love to like sneak in his office and in his locker room and inside his brain and figure out, you know, what his magical construct is. But he's doing something that nobody else in the country is doing, and maybe nobody else in the country has ever done the way he's doing it. It's pretty incredible. All right, last two questions: Jeff Call and Mitch Harper. Yeah, coach. There's been some reports that. Uh, Gonzaga possibly could opt out of the WCC tournament. I just wondered if uh, maybe what you're hearing about the status of the tournament right now and, and how important is it to have the WCC tournament if it can be held safely? Um, I, I have no, I don't, I don't know. It's, I mean, I know I should be thinking ahead there, but you know, I, I'm just not there yet. Um, we were, you know, when you get kind of get to this point in the season, you're just so locked into the next game. Right. Um, I, I, I don't know. I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about uh, the conference tournament or what's going to happen or whether it's going to be good or not. Um, um, I, I just give me a week. Give me a week or two when we get closer. I'll have some I'll have some words of true inspired genius for you. I just got nothing. I'm sorry, Jeff. It's all right. Thanks. Hey, coach, uh, uh, are you are you planning on starting the same starting five on Monday night? Um, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. And I'm not saying that to be coy. Um, although that would be really cool if we just like had a reveal right there before the game. Um, uh, I, I was, I was super pleased with how the guys played. I, I was really curious to see how, um, uh, Caleb and, and, uh, Gideon would function together. 
uh, and I was really pleased with with what they did. Um, we're still digging into digging into the best way to approach this this game and these zags. The, the great thing is we know we have a lot of options, um, and at the end of the day, the start matters because of the start, but it doesn't matter for much else, right? Um, you guys have seen over and over, you know, our bench has scored more than our starters, our bench has played more than our starters, um, so we'll figure it out. But I'm not I'm not exactly sure yet. I did I I did really like the way we looked last night for sure. Thanks.